Good evening, everyone. It's your girl, Teresa, and welcome to my new Dear Future Hubby broadcast podcast. <laughs> if you do not know who I am, I am the published author of the book of poetry, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry, and a novel entitled Perfect Illusions of Love. And I'm going to start the night off with an actual insert from one of my books, the A Strong-Willed Mind book. And it reads, when I look back, when I look back on everything I have been through, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent, when I look back on those who gained my trust and then turned around and lost it, when I look back on every single moment when I felt betrayed and confused, I also look back and see how I survived it all because of you. Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you for the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Thank you for those whom I trusted and those who actually lost it. Lord, thank you for every moment when I felt betrayed and confused because by going through all of those valleys, I developed a deeper, more meaningful relationship with you. And so I wanted to start off by just looking back. One of the reasons why I decided to start this podcast is because I know that I am not the only single woman desiring a husband. And so I wanted to take this platform and just share some of my most vulnerable moments really (laughs) on this journey that we call life and my waiting season hoping and praying that as God is preparing me for my future true husband, um, and I say true husband because I have been married before. I was married for almost seven years and it ended in divorce about uh, 12 to 13 years ago. Um, He is now remarried by the grace of God. And um, yeah, so pretty much I've still been maintaining my singleness. And then I've also just been, I've been just doing a whole lot of soul searching to try to denounce some of the past choices that I've made, some of the wrong type of men that I've chosen for whatever reason. And in doing so, I've just decided that this is like a great way for me to journal my progress and my process. So I hope that this encourages some of you who are also on this journey. I hope that you can relate to some of the things that I will be discussing and talking about. I'm a little bit about me. I am a mother of six beautiful children. My oldest daughter is 27 years old. Her name is Tenaria. And I have a another daughter. <laughs> she is, so they're three years apart. So she actually just turned 25, actually. So um, Asia. And then I have a 22-year-old, Aaron. I have a 19-year-old, Rodney, but I call him Josh. And then a 17-year-old, Xavier, and my baby, Ariana. She is 14. And so, um, yeah, this 
process of once being married and then being divorced and then being starting off single because I was a single mother actually of four children before I got married. So I've been here before, but it's just the older that you get, it hits a little different. So once you've experienced marriage, at least for me, I can only speak for myself, but after experiencing marriage and knowing what that is like, um, yeah, I have a desire to be remarried. And this time when I am remarried, I want to be married to my purpose partner. Um, so I watch a podcast. It is called Dear Future Wifey. That's actually one of the reasons why I am doing this podcast, because I was inspired by Mr. Leteris R. Whitfield with the Dear Future Wifey podcast, um, where he's very much lit and he is very intentional and transparent. So I decided, you know, Lord, this is something that I ventured into doing a while back. For whatever reason, I let it die. Um, and I wanted to bring life back to it again by the grace of God. So um, I don't know if you practice affirmations, but I actually do. And so I'm going to read to you one of the affirmations that I wrote to myself. This was actually on Thanksgiving Day. So I have a tendency. I write a lot. So when I'm pinging back and forth, I'm so sorry, you know, because that's pretty much how my mind works. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that I am a two time brain surgery survivor. Um, I survived brain surgery December the 16th and December the 21st of 2011 as of April 2017. I was re-diagnosed with another tumor in my brain. Um, And so please charge it to my head and not my heart. If you're like, where is she going with all of this? I tend to do that. I tend to bounce back and forth. It's just whatever's on my heart. That's what I talk about. Um, But I digress. So what I wrote on... Thanksgiving Day of 2020, I wrote, Teresa, you are worthy of, and then I wrote down what that is. You are worthy of abundance in wisdom. You are worthy of abundance in humor. You are worthy of abundance in love. You are worthy of abundance in good health. You are worthy of abundance in joy. You are worthy of abundance in mental health. You are worthy of abundance in peace. You are worthy of abundance in weight loss. In kindness. In spiritual meekness. In generosity. In life. In financial freedom. In wealth. In prosperity. And nevertheless, in God. So what I try to do is keep this ever before me because what I've learned in some of these past relationships, which I'm about to get into in just a minute, um, because I have one that one specific relationship that comes to mind um, and that was recently ended. So I I made a vow of celibacy January the 11th of 2020 and well, abstinence celibacy. I say, I say celibacy, but it's really abstinence. I'm just, I made a vow to abstain from sex until my wedding night. I pray that God remains in agreement, which I know he's on my side. So I pray that I'm able to fulfill that promise to myself and to him as well. However, one of the reasons why I made this vow of abstinence was because, like I told a friend of mine, In the course of my, when I was um, sexually active, in the course of my being 
sexually active. Every time that I was intimate with this man or a man, I felt like a sense of myself died. And it's different when you're in wedlock as opposed to when you are in your singleness. And so I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the feeling of being intimate and then feeling like a part of me died afterwards. I didn't like the feeling of not having a, not really knowing my true identity in those relationships, holding a title, but not holding substance. Like I didn't want to do that part anymore where I could say that I'm in a relationship with someone But in all actuality, what we were only really having were relations. I didn't want that any longer. So I made a conscious decision um, after my last encounter to not ever put myself in that situation again. Um, I wanted to and I desire to be with the one man who was intended for me So that when I am giving of myself to that man, it is reciprocated on every level, not just on the surface, not just on the uh, physical. I wanted it to be and I desire for it to be where it is with a man that when he sees me, he sees his reflection. He sees that I am his rib. He sees that I am there to edify him, to build him up and vice versa. When I lay with him. I want us to be building something together and I don't want to feel like something is taken from me and a part of me is dying. So that was one of the reasons why I made a vow of abstinence. So I recently made another vow um, after watching another podcast that I was like, you know what? I've already done it, Lord. I'm in this thing, but it didn't hurt just like rededicating yourself, you know, to God. It didn't hurt to redo it again and do it again, just to remind yourself. So I did it again. <laughs> I'm still in the abstinence zone, but I did it again on December 31st of 2020. So I have two anniversaries, I guess. One January the 11th, which is coming up, and then another one December 31st. I have two anniversaries honoring my vow of abstinence. Um, And yes, I'm maintaining this as long as I possibly can. And I also have just decided not to put myself in those situations, you know, so um, I do my best not to put myself in situations that would cause me to falter, to fail. Um, That is just a little nugget of wisdom that I've learned in this course is that just avoid Situations. If you know your flesh is weak, just try not to let your flesh be in a situation where it becomes even weaker. So, yeah. So that's how I've handled that. But (laughs) so I wanted to create this podcast because, yes, I do desire to be married to my true husband. I also desire to make sure that, you know, I'm not the only person on this journey, but I also wanted to kind of I just wanted to be an encouragement to other people. I wanted to help my sisters that are on this road track with me (laughs) for us to like iron sharpens iron for us to encourage each other. Um, Maybe there's some information that you could share with me that'll make me stronger in certain areas. And hopefully there's something that I could share with you that'll make you stronger in areas. However, that is the intention of this podcast. And I really 
this is the intention of the podcast. So I truly hope that you are blessed by it. Um, I noticed that my phone keeps on locking me out. So if you hear pauses, that is the reason why. It's because I'm having to reconnect and I'll fix that next time. Um, But right now, today, I know I'm probably all over the place. I will try to get more structure as I learn about this process, but I wanted to jump. I wanted to jump and just do it. (laughs) I just wanted to do it. Um, I've done this before. I've tried this before and I gave up. I was talking to a friend of mine and, and, and I know I gave up based on upon other people's opinions. And so this is really me learning about me. And this is something that I need to grasp a hold of now so that when I enter into my union with my spouse, I am not making decisions based on other people's opinions of what we have going on in our relationship. So I noticed that that is an area of weakness for me that I can be easily influenced, um, especially when it's by someone that I love and respect or that I hold of a certain stature. Um, I have a tendency to honor what the person is saying as opposed to weighing and counting up the cost. So that is one of my weaknesses. And so what I am trying to consciously do with the help of God is to not only be aware of what my weaknesses are, but to focus on making those weaknesses a strength in my life. So one of the reasons why I had stopped the initial podcast is because I wasn't receiving the reciprocation that I desired. And so that became a stumbling block for me. That actually became a deterrent for me and it discouraged me. So I stopped instead of doing the opposite. You know, we hear a lot when they say, do it scared. That's what I should have kept on doing. I should have kept on doing it scared. I didn't keep on doing it scared and I suffered because of that. So this go round, I pray that I will not falter or I will not give up because of opinions of others. Like this is a way for me to go back listen to the recordings for me to be able to do my own homework and my own self-work in order for me to grow. So I'm going to use this as an opportunity for my future husband, you know, for us to sit. Maybe one day we'll sit and we'll go over a couple of the podcasts and he he could tell me like, okay, so this is how you were. You know, I could tell you were nervous on this one, but then a few more episodes later, honey, you got it, you know? So This is going to be my opportunity for me to use a starting point in terms of my journey toward meeting my future husband and then also learning about Teresa in the process, uncovering a lot of things that may have been lying dormant in my life um, and just being completely transparent, which transparency has never really been an issue for me. People that know me know that I my life is an open book. It, it, it's, that's just how it is. And so um, I'm sure that there will be a lot of topics that we'll discuss. Again, today's topic, and I probably got all off base, but today's topic was, and I don't even think I said it, but it was purpose, plans, and detours. And then I opened up with When I Look Back, which is one of my poems from A Strong Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. So I hope you enjoyed that poem. Um, and that was my conversation with the Lord. Um, This also will be another what I use to read my letters to my future husband. (laughs) So let me go ahead and read the letter and then I'm going to close. 
So, um, the more, I guess you say the more, um, the more information that I get and the more um, substance that I get, this will last a little bit longer. But this is really just an introductory podcast moment. And so please forgive me for any just craziness or whatever. I'm learning. Bear with me. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read my first letter to my future hubby. And this is dated December the 26th of 2020, although today is January the 7th of 2021. So let me just clarify. So it says, Dear Future Hubby, the time is 4.29 p.m. I have spent the past few hours intentionally removing the residue from my past relationships. Sometimes I wonder how I got to this point where settling became an option for me. Am I waiting for you to manifest? I wonder if subconsciously my soul and my spirit man became weary. Don't worry. I did not faint by the grace of God. Most likely because the desire for me to be pure before you purged from the soul ties of my past is much stronger than the desires to instantly gratify my flesh. It is my prayer that your desires are equally strong and that you too are practicing self-control as to not fulfill the lust of your flesh. Yet, I digress. It feels liberating to align my actions with my God conscience, to obey his commands and want him to provide me with my next set of instructions concerning you, my future hubby. I love you. Love, Teresa. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please stay tuned for future podcasts. And one thing I always say is take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Be blessed. Bye.